busy, busy, busy players. This is the Dominion League Weekly Podcast, a recap of this week in Dominion Games. I am your host, Trumpf, and this is the episode for June 28th, 2021. This week's nail polish is Gold Addiction in honor of me getting my piercings exchanged. I was a very much set on getting gold ones, but then they had some pretty neat rose gold jewelry at the studio, so I had to switch. My old ones were black, uh, and I had them at least six years. I can't really say, but at least six years, probably more. So it was a very much time for a new look, and these new ones are so pretty. They're so shiny, so chrome. Now, the nail polish color quiz was pretty clear this week. Maybe I've chosen the wrong treasures to compare, but apparently when having to choose between counterfeit and scepter, you all easily go with counterfeit. Also, shout out to my ring wraith, single T, Apostolos, and Halo Andy. You're the best. So let's get this thing going. In A tier, NA Smith 99 concluded his run of season 46 with two last matches. He tied against Akuchi and won the replay of last season's championship match v Recycle Garbage. This means, of course, that he did not lose one single match this season and easily remains in number one position with a 72% win rate. There are three matches left to be played in A, which will decide uh, something. I am actually unclear at this point whether or not there is even going to be a championship match, but Discord will inform us all in due course. <laughs> the remaining matches are Akuchi v Jnails, Akuchi v Recycle Garbage, and Recycle Garbage v Crabcat 2. And the least they will determine is who demotes this season. So good luck to all of you fantastic players. Moving on to B and C. Our B1 division was extremely busy this past week. Kazumaru OA28 played four matches in two days. Sam E played three matches and with two wins and a tie sneaked past Sigmatic, who now needs at least 4-2 v single T to take the group win this season. In B2, Shanahan has still one last match to play, but as of now, it is very unlikely that he will be challenged for the promotion to a next season. In C1, Topher 1588 remains in top position for another week, but they still have three matches left to play, so nothing's decided yet, I'd say. Contrary to C2, where Negative is sitting in first position with a 73% win rate this season, that cannot be matched anymore by anyone else in this group. So, congratulations! Same for C3, where Hizipsic remains at the top with 77%. Congrats! And in C4, things got shaken up quite a bit. We have Sir Lucasen in the lead as of now, but it's all very close in this division, to be honest. So the coming week will be interesting indeed. Speaking of close division standings, moving on to D&E. Earl is still at the top of D1 this week, but Furcol is right behind them. And in preliminary third, Fogelm is also still very much in the running for promoting to C. 
in D2, back source, snatched first place back from the S. Again, a very close matches in this division. D3 and D4 give us a little stability with Gamesu and Veruk remaining at the top of their respective divisions this week. Veruk now with a win rate of 83% in four. They only lost four games out of 24. Russ 2 is, of course, still on top of E1 and will remain so. Ravenstone overtook Monk FSH in E2. In E3, Babetil secured the promotion this week with a very impressive overall win rate of 73%. Congratulations. In E4, Triple Range Merge remains in number one position. In E5, Alan Dattelen is back in first position and, as far as I can tell, should be quite safe up there. Cyrus remains at the top of E6. Schizolo remains on top of E7. And in E8, Yoifuro took first position back from 8, 19, 28, And this leads us to the results comment shoutout section. And our first comment is from H7, Redley v. Corona Lovely. They played 3-3. And Redley's comment is, Ah! And next comment from H9, Kellogg won against T. McLaurin 17. They played 1-0. And Kellogg says, second game was interrupted by Storm. I hope you're all right. Then we had a comment from H12, Paulski 66 v. Samir Khan. And they played 3-0. But Polsky says, I hate Ghost Trip. And then another comment from H7, another game. Redley v. A.H. Norris 21. Redley 142. And Redley's comment is, Ah! Then there was a comment for F12. Three line whip v. Ich bin da. They played a one and three line whip says, note to self, pay attention to how many royal carriages my opponent has on their mat. So, reminder to you, royal carriage. And the final shout out, again, H7, <laughs> it was quite the saga this week. Redley v Elboy522, they tied. And uh, this time Redley says... The bot may show a different number because we had to remake second game after discovering lists were disabled. We had to crash after game 5 too. But 3-3 is the correct score of this matchup. Some really close games, luck on both sides. So that was a fun progression of results, comments I wanted to share with you. And with this, we are transitioning to the significant lead shoutout section. What can I tell you? There are another 30 people who entered the Significant Lead Club this week. It's it's truly fascinating. So I don't think I mentioned a Moffat 11 or a Game Sue, but they're both at 67% now. I did mention Bubete. And that's all for A to E, all our editions. 
So in F tier, we have this week B Spart 29, af, af, af. Lukas 500, Lukas 567. And you, Exodus. Congrats, you all. In G tier, we have Monster Cheese, we have ZJ96, we have F Wood, DDX Frog, Mac Attack 2. Uh, yeah, they're all in G tier. Congrats to you. In H tier, we have Bablo Vat, Nietzella, Redley, Redley, our new friend, Jacob. Le Baron, Nilofer, The Dark Lord, Zep Esperanto, and Freddy. Congratulations. In I tier, we have DWQ Off, Not Rocket Science, No Lucks Given, Trey is a Jedi 98, and Handinator. And in J tier, we welcome Chamuz, Tony Bag of Donuts, Matisse, Otrukol717, Che Dark Rider, Mike82 and Mamas Rock Heizt. Mamas Rock Heizt, that's a cute name indeed. So congratulations to all of you. And I think we have a new overall leader of the significant lead club. And it is Otrukol717 in J17, who has finished four matches so far with a win rate of 92%. Holy moly. So they played 24 games so far and lost two and won 22. That's impressive. Chapeau. And with that, we're moving on to size games. Round two of big games saw Rust 2, Fika Monster, Jackdaw, Z-Wade, Chestick, and Ya Crispy King win their matches, and a tie between Folivora and Minion Pawn. Round three is now underway, and the Fika Monster and Rust 2 remain in the overall lead thus far, with Z-Wade joining them. In medium games 5, tower players made good on their promise to play lots of matches this week. Bitter Worm Coil and Mech Attack 2 lead rankings in this group. S Sounder and Tony Wild remain in the leading of Palace group. And S Sounder is also still leading overall rankings with 7.5 wins in 3 as of now. You won't believe it. But the finale of Small Games 11 finally took place this week. Snowbusy and Ephead 349 met and battled it out. Snowbusy emerged victorious and is our Small Games champion for round 11 of this tournament. Congratulations, Snowbusy. Small Games 12 players are busy, busy. Overall trends remain true this week as well. Groups Ennis and Clove. Is it Clove? are a little further along than Fennel and Tarragon. And out of the players with more finished matches, Rosy Ross and Eglot remain in the lead of overall rankings. And for GMGP, Freaky won the last remaining quarterfinal against Heron and thus advances to semis. They will meet Shashu, hopefully 
soon. I don't know if this match has been scheduled yet. We will see. Meanwhile, N.A. Smith 99 won his semifinal against Silly Potter and now awaits either Freaky or Chashu in the finals. Now for my personal weekend games, I played two small games matches and tied in both of them. Um, we'll hopefully play another one this week. We will see. I made my decision regarding next season and decided to take a break from League for the summer. But I signed up for Dualset instead after successfully coaxing Assemble Me into adjusting the color to a more acceptable shade of blue. So that's gonna be fun, I hope. I'm, I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. And with that, we've already reached the preview. So later today, that is 18 UTC in less than two hours from when I'm recording, Recycle Garbage will play their match against Akuchi for League A. Uh, 19 UTC Burning Skull will play against a Moffat 11 for League C and 22 UTC Spiraler will meet Glorus for League D. And then tomorrow, that is Tuesday, we have Jerry Dodd v Xyrex for League C at 18 UTC and Spiraler v Sniper Bob for League D at 21 UTC. Wednesday, 1 UTC, Terra Cubist will meet Shanahan for their League B match. Thursday at 030 UTC, is that how you say it? Well, half past midnight, UTC, Akuchi will meet J-Nails for their League A match. Then at 17 UTC, we have Single T v Sycomatic for League B. And then Crepcat 2 v Recycle Garbage for League A at 18.30. And at 22 UTC, we have Sir Lucasen v Trippy for League C. Friday, 23 UTC, Sharur will meet Full Wagon for League D. And Saturday, 17.30 UTC, TerraCubist will play against Marcus for League B. And finally, on Sunday, we have at 14 UTC, Apostolos Rula v. Topher1588 for League C. And also for League C, Yuma v. Suichan33 at 19 UTC. And then on Monday, the League Season 46 will end. And this, this is going to be it. Next week's going to be my wrap-up episode. The Love Fest Part 2. And with this, we have reached the spec chat. And let me tell you, I have a story for you. <laughs> this might get a little longer. It's good, though. It's, uh, it was interesting. <laughs> Quite the experience. So last week, I was on my way home when a young woman approached me and asked if she could have five minutes of my time. And out of the goodness of my heart... I said yes, internally hoping it was not going to be about Jesus. Spoilers, of course it was. 
she said she needed to rehearse a presentation and if I could give her some feedback and I said sure and she said it was about the fact that there's a I don't know heavenly feminine in addition to the heavenly masculine I don't know if that's like a correct phrasing um, but yeah so I'm mildly intrigued um, she plunges into her presentation at lightning speed using some biblical terms I'm very unfamiliar with just FIY, I hail from a GDR family. I am as heathen as it gets in these modern days. Like literally no part of my life has ever been touched by Christianity. So my first question for her is for one of these terms that I didn't understand. And she answers something without really explaining it. Rattles on. Now, well fine um i want to know who i'm dealing with so my next question is what christian group are we talking about here and she says oh freikirchlich so free churches now what you might want to know is that in germany all protestant churches outside the evangelical church are free churches Free church is just an umbrella term for a whole lot of different churches like Baptists or Methodists, you name it. So I'm slightly confused, but if she doesn't want to share, sure, I could care less. She rattles on. Basically, the argument of her presentation is that because humans form families consisting of a mother, a father, and a child, this must mean that there is a heavenly equivalent. Humans are modeling their idea of a family after. So, of course, my next question is, well, what about other families? Not all families look like that. And she never skips a beat and says, no, 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 it's biological. And I'm like, sure, 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 <laughs> sure. But biology is just how you reproduce and got nothing to do with what a family looks like. And she just glosses over this, rattles through the rest of the presentation, and then is like, okay, thank you, bye. And, uh, and there I was, a little perplexed, you might say. Mostly because um, she didn't give me anything. Like, I expected a leaflet or a card or something. And uh, and also as a consumer, that was quite the unconvincing presentation. And then she didn't even wait to get my feedback. So, uh, pretty confused. And then later, I found out that it's this Korean Christian sect called Chinjonji who uh, used this presentation thing to recruit followers. And um, so I thought, well, first of all, I seem to be very disqualified for a Christian sex, even when I don't even know I'm being recruited. Uh, second of all, if I ever meet someone from Shinjanji again, I'll give them the number of a dropout counseling center. Or, even better, I'll recruit them from my own sect. I'll be like, yeah, nice presentation, but have you heard of Strumpf 517, Worship the Panda? Or Strumpf 14836, Thou shalt not give unconvincing presentations on questions of a theological nature? 
If thou doth give an unconvincing presentation, the wrath of the panda will smite you. And in all your Dominion games, henceforth, you will be deluded. And I think my sect is pretty straightforward. It's worship the panda. You can worship her by sending her food. She loves lasagna. Make it vegan. Ooh, ooh, tangent. I've had a vegan croissant au chocolat this weekend. And, like, I can live without the chocolate. Like, you don't need chocolate in a croissant. But the croissant itself tasted just like a normal croissant. It was so good. I almost started crying. It was so good. And that's what I wanted to share with you. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. You can find me on Discord for feedback. I am at Strumpf, S-T-R-U-M-P-H-F. And I will catch you next week. The game has ended. Bye.